Hello and welcome to the Jills Fancast. You join us for a special edition end of the decade podcast where we will be reflecting on the good, the bad and the damn right unusual from the last 10 years of supporting our wonderful football club. Joining me is James Hawkins. And yeah, James, before we get into into more details uh, on things and the podcast, sum up the last 10 years in one word. <laughs> um, Jesus. Um, is that your word? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, frustrating. Yeah, see, mine was anticlimactic. Okay. Um, we'll, we'll, that's all we'll say for now, because we'll probably come into it all as, as, we, as we go on. But yeah, throughout the podcast, we'll be having a brief look back over each season from 2010 onwards, before sharing highlights of the decade, including pre- plenty of your responses for best game, best goal, best player... Favourite player and favourite manager throughout the decade. And then finally, we'll finish with James and I both picking our own team of the decades. And we'll see who conjures up the better side. So yeah, we'll we'll rewind back a long, long way. Back to our teenage days. Oh God. Um, And yeah, the 2010-11 season is where where sort of the decade kicked off. Um, And yeah, this was our first season back in League 2, obviously after relegation um, from League 1. Um, and yeah, the season obviously Andy Hessenthaler took charge from Mark Stimson, who was obviously yeah. sacked after the a manner wonderful in, the manner in which day. we got relegated at Wickham. Um, obviously, you know, the fact we didn't win away that entire season probably contributed. And yeah, in that season we finished eighth, from, and we missed out on the playoffs and goal difference. I remember that. Um, and it was a frustrating one because we lost three of our last four games. I think if you remember, <coughs> we played two home games against Barnet and Macclesfield. I remember that. Who I think were the bottom two. Did we lose 4-2 both we, of them? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In typical Jill's fashion, <laughs> we played the bottom two teams in their league at home thinking, win one of these and we'll make the playoffs. And yeah, we got beat 4-2 both times. I think yeah. it was an Isam McLeod masterclass for one and an Emil Sinclair for Macclesfield. Yeah. Um, and yeah, and we ended up missing out on playoffs. Um, With a pairing of Conor McDonald. And bear working for more. Our top goal scorer that season was Cody. Yeah, Cody got twenty five goals. Twenty five goals, which um, is still a record, probably in in the decade. Yeah, that weren't beaten in the decade. Obviously, yeah. he came in as part of the deal that saw Simeon Jackson leave. He did. Yeah, um, he did. He did. And that he, was an, he was got close. Yeah, and the thing that impressive about that for Cody is that yeah. he was injured at the start of the season, he was. wasn't he? He didn't play for a while. No, he didn't play for a few months. But, him and Bio were a, a real highlight that season, weren't they? Jesus they were box Christ. office together, weren't they? They were a joy, a joy to watch, a real joy to watch. And yeah, watching that was real Cody at his prime, real Cody. It was that that was the Cody McDonald that everybody loved. Everybody loves Cody, but that was the Cody. And you, you probably look back on back on that year, and yeah, did he did he did he make the wrong? Career move going to Coventry, he probably did. Because, um, yeah, you, we probably walked away from that year thinking, oh my God, that boy is going to go and play at a good level. Um, what a striker, what what a finisher. And 
Um, yeah, probably one of the best finishers I've ever seen in this football club, by, by a shadow of a doubt. And he was complimented by the big man next to him, um, who who helped him for a lot of his goals. Yeah, and obviously one of them goals <laughs> from Cody McDonald. If we cast our mind back away to Oxford, the game where oh, he wow. ended our 35-game run yeah, without an away win. I was there that night. It was like a World Cup final. And then after that, we won three away games on the spin. <laughs> as we went to Barnet and won, and then we then went up to Macclesfield and beat them as well. How how does that happen? How do you go 35 games oh, yeah, Charlie Lee and Chris without Buckdale winning away? Charlie on loan, didn't we? And yeah, and all of a sudden we win three away <laughs> games on the spin. Do you, do you remember when Charlie Lee and Welkdale had signed on loan and it was like two Premier League players that had rocked up? And we were like, who are these two? And then we yeah, won away and they were like, bloody hell. Was Barnet their first game and they both scored? Yeah, yeah, yeah Stimson was, was the Barnet manager. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's Stimson right. Stimson was the Barnet manager, yeah. Um, <laughs> our low light of that season, what do you reckon it was? You might, you'll, you'll certainly remember it when I tell you. The low light? Yeah. It wasn't in the league. I'll give you a clue. Yeah, it was, it was in the cup, wasn't it? I can't remember what cup game it was, though. FA Cup. Oh, it was going out to... Who did we go out to? Think of Essen Tyler. Oh, uh, what? Dover. Dover. Yeah. And we lost. Yeah. Was it 2-0, two, 2-1? Two 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 yeah, 2-0. Virtual scored, didn't Virtual he? He scored, scored a screamer. screamer. Um, I don't know about you, but I was there that day. I was there And we day, were well. absolutely horrific. Oh, awful, awful, awful. <laughs> absolutely awful. And then we went and signed half their team, didn't we? We went and signed Fish and Flitley and Virtual. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but also that season, a couple, a couple of notable results. Um, a couple good, a couple not, um, not yeah, a couple not so good. Five four and seven four defeats away <laughs> at Bury and Accrington Stanley. Um, <laughs> but in, we had two thumping away wins: a five one against Stockport and a six one. Uh, that's the season after. Oh, was it? Yeah, but we also won four 0 away at Lincoln. Oh wow! Which you wouldn't expect us to do nowadays. No, no. Um, but yeah, that was 2010-11, and obviously we move into 2011-12, Hess and Tyler obviously still in charge, yeah. and it was a bit like deja vu, because we finished eighth again. Yeah. Um, this time we missed out on the playoffs by two points, and for me, this, this season was more disappointing, because I remember there was a lot of excitement coming into this campaign, because the club released a nice new bright pink away kit. <laughs> no, that isn't the reason. Um, <laughs> you sure? Yeah. I bet you've but got that at home, haven't you? I have still got that yeah, kit, I yeah. Yeah, I think so. Um, <laughs> But yeah, that season we spent some money and, and yeah, we, we brought did. in some. Obviously, we brought Liam Weltdale to the club permanently from Peter, Peterborough. And obviously, we also brought in Birchall from Dover, like you touched on, and Danny Kebwell from Wimbledon. Yeah. And you look, everyone looked at us that season and thought, yeah, the, yeah. the signs are there. We're going to go and yeah. we're going to go and deliver this season. It just didn't happen, did it? I don't know why. I don't know why. I'll probably, probably be able to tell you why in a minute. Simple factors who our bat four were. That is, <laughs> we um that season. We Tony Sinclair and Josh Gowling were the reasons. We scored the most goals in the league that season. We scored seventy nine, but we let in sixty two, <laughs> which was only two fewer than Macclesfield, who finished bottom of the league. Uh, there you go then. <laughs> yeah, it's Josh Gowling and Tony Sinclair with Lance bloody Cronin in goal. Yeah. So that was yeah. yeah that was the reason why we couldn't get the playoffs. Um, because we had a bat four of complete wrongs. We did get repped around three of the FA Cup that season. Who did we lose to? It was a Premier League team. 
That was a Premier League team. It was. My knowledge is just rubbish when it comes to the cups. I'm surprised. Yeah, I am surprised. It was a. Pre- we went out to a Premier League team. Yeah, we went one nil up. Danny Kedwell scored. Oh, it was Stoke. Yeah, Danny Pulis is Stoke, and Danny Kedwell was our top goal scorer that season. He only got twelve, but he was our top goal scorer. Um, yeah, that season probably most remembered for that memorable night at Priestfield. Mm. Gillingham Hereford. five, Hereford four. Yeah. The most ridiculous game of football I've ever seen. So, yeah. So good. I Such just, a good game. We was 2-0 down after seven minutes. Yeah, Jack Evans was not given a good time. <laughs> yeah, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> he probably had the worst first seven minutes of a game a professional footballer has ever had. He is playing his trade at Chatham Town now. Yes, you playing, told me the other day. Playing in the number 10 role. That's, that's mad though, isn't it? You look like 10 years... I suppose it is a long time in a football career, but it's not yeah. a long time. That yeah. that's a that's a ch- big change. It's not just a drop in level, but no. to be playing in a number ten position. He isn't that bad, but yeah, I mean, you look at probably look at the level and yeah, I, I mean, yeah, to be honest, I've seen yeah, I've seen a fair few times down there, and he yeah, he's not too bad. He's but, not too bad. For but him. yeah, as well as uh, well, let's talk about that that Hereford game. <laughs> I just crazy night. Yeah, we went two 0 down, didn't we? And then we pulled yeah. it back to two all. Two all, yeah. Lee scored. And then Why we threw it? it away again and went four two down. And Lee, Lee didn't score goals, and he scored twice in like five minutes. He went right back. <laughs> <laughs> and then one of the goals, he ran like the length of the pitch. That's right. And just yeah, and then got to the edge of the box and just yeah, slotted it in. And then we think, all right, yeah, we've rescued a point from this. Brilliant. And then they go clean through, and Gazaniga comes flying out of his goal. Gazaniga who. Obviously, like, we'll forget the fact he's playing for Tottenham now. <laughs> I thought he was rubbish when he played for us. Really? And like games like this, so dick, I'm flying out the goal, give a penalty. Away. Probably should have been sent off, but that's by the by. The you, are gonna get booked a- him. you are going to get battered for that comment. Because most Jules fans love him. I, I didn't dislike him. I really liked but him. But I thought he was a little bit rubbish. He was unorthodox. He could kick the ball an awfully a long, long way, way for a lead two goalkeeper. But <laughs> yeah. apart from that, I thought he was very, very sketchy. But he was obviously played in a foreign country and he was obviously quite young at the time. So I'm not going to batter him for it. But yeah. You just have you called him rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but obviously he gave that penalty away and then redeemed himself with a ridiculous save. It was an incredible yeah, it was. save. And then, yeah, all of a sudden... Gavin Tomlin, remember oh, the name? Oh, wow, yeah. In the last seconds, smashes one into the... Shell comes off into the yeah, rain of end. I remember I was sitting in the Gordon Road stand and I just ran down the front and just ran across the length of the stand. I didn't know what to do with myself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but... Why was you in the Gordon Road? I was sitting there with my dad. That was before I became a rain amender, before I became oh. a hooligan. <laughs> I do limbs now and everything. If you'd have been there in the Sunderland game, you obviously weren't there. Apparently you but... fell down a couple of rows. Yeah, that's never happened to me. Actually, that happened once. MK Don's away when we equalised to make it 2 Yeah, I know. You lost. nearly died that day. And then we lost. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> As you got up, Holy was dropping the ball into the net. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. But... Well, yeah, we had some interesting results that season because you, you, it was the wrong year out. But yeah, we beat Hereford 6-1 yeah. away yeah. as well as 5-4 at home. I bet they loved us that season. Um, we also won 5-2 at Torquay. I remember that. Well, Dale we, scored a chip. And then we had a 4-3 win at home to Northampton. I don't remember that one. Yeah. I don't remember that one. But yeah, that was, that was 2011-12. And then we then go on to 2012-2013. Here we go. The one that we want to talk about um, yeah, in that summer, Hess and Tyler was left, sacked, whatever. 
Did you think that after two seasons of finishing eighth with a team yeah. we had that it was the right time to to make a change? And 100%. Yeah, what, what was your... Do you remember your reaction when Alan was appointed? What did you, what did you think initially of, of Martin Allen coming into the football club? Yeah, Scully had got it spot on. He was the perfect appointment at the right time for the football club. He was exactly, exactly the man that we needed. And a lot of people say, oh, you know, you're only saying that because we won a title. No, I rem- still remember to this day thinking when he... Because he was the favourite, wasn't he? Yeah. He was the favourite for the job. And I thought, there is only one man for this job. And it is Martin Allen. And as soon as it was, he was appointed, and obviously Hess then went up to director of football, I thought, yeah, there is something that is going to happen this year. And yeah, then obviously the summer come along and all the signings come. Yeah, because yeah, cause obviously Alan come in as a manager with experience... Um, and with it come experienced players. Obviously, Barrett come in, Nelson come in, yeah. Burton come in, Weston come in. Yeah. Um, and then we had a couple of younger ones, like Tom Flanagan coming on loan and whatnot. And yeah, and then just... Yeah, we won half of our league games that season. We only lost nine times out of 46. Ridiculous. That's pretty impressive. That isn't is it? a ridiculous like, record. People, people look at it, still say, oh, yeah, whatever, we was rubbish towards the end of the season and we fell over the line. We lost nine games for crying out loud. That is a ridiculous record. An absolute. How many points did we finish clear in the end? I don't know how many it was in the no, end, actually. No. But well, that is a ridiculous record, isn't it? We won seven of our first eight games. Yeah. And then from that platform, we just. I think confidence was sky high. The, yeah. the squad was just buzzing, wasn't it? And from there, they just. They never looked back, did they? That team was ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous team. So many leaders. So many people that just wanted to play for the football club. You had, you could, yeah, you could go through that team and just Nelson, yeah, he's probably the best goalkeeper that we've had in this decade. You look at <coughs> two full, it's weird because you look at the two full backs that we had that year in Fisher Martin and you probably look at, back at them and think, yeah, you weren't that great, but that year they were. Awesome. Barrett and Leg were exactly what you needed for a League Two side. They were no nonsense, but they could play. Then you had Lee and Welkdale, who who we obviously knew about, but they had had then become the players that we'd hoped they'd become. And then you had, yeah, you obviously had Miles, who. Frampton. Yeah, but like Miles, who, yeah, you put. He'd he'd kind of knock the ball and put the afterburners on and. It was good old-fashioned knock and run, wasn't it? Um, yeah, and we had two pretty handy players in the box for them kind of situations, wasn't we? And Kedwell and, and Burton. Dion was something else. He was he was at an age where he, you knew he was coming towards the end of his career, but he was he was a talent. And but the thing with Dion I, is that I, obviously he, he had he had the best first touch I've ever seen from a footballer live. Yeah, because obviously he come with, like, <coughs> oh, he'd played Premier League football at some point in, in his career. Yeah, yeah. And it can go one of two ways. It can go the way it did with Dion Burton, or it can go the way we'll come on to in, in probably about 10, 15 minutes' time, when you sign ex-Premier League players like Paul Koncheski. <laughs> Just because they're playing in the Premier League, it doesn't no. mean they're going to come and be something special. No. But it was only for one year, but... What a year. He was a player, wasn't he? He was a proper player. Unbelievable talent. Unbelievable talent. And... Just, just that whole year, the way Martin had, Martin had a, had a trick of, of 
making people feel special, um, making the fans feel feel a part of it, and and obviously you were always you had the training days down at the training ground, didn't he? And people would go down there and meet the team. He, you did the stories that he'd invited people on the bus to travel on the team bus. Well, I've got one. Yeah, Actually, I don't know if I've ever told it on the podcast, but it would have been. So this was the year I turned eighteen, <laughs> and. I think it, it was either on my birthday or it was on one of the days before my birthday or whatever. And and my dad took me down to the ground. I can't remember why he, he gave me some, obviously, some completely made-up excuse of where we was going. And we turned up outside the ground. And then John Schofield come out and, and greeted us. I was like, this is a bit weird. And, like, obviously I found out that my dad had spoke to the club and Martin and John Schofield had arranged for me to go in there for the day. So I thought, this is a bit mad. So, yeah, went, went up and originally was sitting in sort of a... Sort of the coach's room, I think it was with Steve Lovell and, and Pato, um, was talking to them for a bit. And then, yeah, went into Mad Dog's office and was speaking to him for a bit. And then we went into the team meeting, which was interesting. Because it was obviously, it was, just, it was just after we'd got promoted. It was before the Cheltenham game. Was it really? And he was sitting in there effing and blinding, saying how we were going to go and smash League One. And now League One teams are crap and all that. And we were going to go and win it. And obviously it didn't pan out that way, but it, it was interesting. Um... And then yeah, obviously we went down to training, and then went back to the ground afterwards. And yeah, I was I was sat at the dinner table having my spaghetti bolognese lunch with Danny Kebbell and Martin Allen. Um, <laughs> and then yeah, went back into Mad Dog's office for a bit. And sort of a, I see sort of the the scouting reports with Cheltenham and stuff, which always rem- stays with me because because I remember it said that Cheltenham are, are good from corners, and it was a big focus of ours. And we, we lost one 0 and they scored from a corner. <laughs> <laughs> um, Brilliant, but yeah, that was that was a phenomenal day, and that obviously the, the way the season panned out is obviously a, the big reason why it will remain with me forever. But but something like that as well. You know, well, obviously I was younger than I am now, and just for a manager yeah. to do that, he had no, not right, but that's not part, that wasn't part of his job description. No. To go and, no, you and there were so many stories of yeah. Malcolm doing team talks, and yeah, him inviting fans onto the team coach and stuff. Just. He went above and beyond, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. to pull the club in one direction and make yeah. make everyone feel part of it, and everyone bought into it, and yeah. just in all directions, it was it was a phenomenal season, wasn't it? But something I will, yeah, as a Jules fan, you can you can probably look at the year obviously at Wembley and walking down Wembley Way and having that 90th minute winner with Simeon Jackson heading it in and, and getting your, getting. Looking at the new Wembley and having having your team win promotion, but nothing, nothing, nothing beats seeing your own team win a league title at, at your own ground under a management a management and players that were just so so special that year, and being led by a guy that was top goal scorer that year that was a Jules fan, and it was just a story that was written. Scored the winning goal to promote us, didn't yeah. he, at talk against Torquay? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was... it was just written. It, everything was written for Jules that year to 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 go and win the league. And it, it could not it couldn't not have happened to a nicer manager and a nicer set of players than the management and players that we had that year. And it was the best year I've ever had as as a Jules fan without a shadow of a doubt. Unless something drastic happens, I can't yeah. see it being topped. Even no, that's the thing. No, no. But what point? What was the point in that season where you've it? it you was like, yeah, we're gonna, we're actually going to do it. We're going to do it. We're not going to blow it. This is going to happen. See, for what, me, what promotion or winning the league? 
getting promoted. For me, it was Bradford away. Yes. Where we were shit. rank. We were absolutely awful. Absolutely rank. Bradford were buzzing because they'd, got to, they'd just got to the League Cup final. How did the League 2 team get to the League Cup final? <laughs> I don't way? know. But they'd just qualified. I, I think yeah. they'd knocked up yeah. Arsenal out and then knocked Aston Villa out and got yeah. to the League Cup final. We yeah. went away and played them. Oh, did you um, go that day? Yeah. yeah so did and I. we was appalling. Yeah, I fell, then, I, I fell down four rows. Yeah, out of nowhere. <laughs> ball comes over the top and their yeah. goalkeeper decides to go walkabouts and Cody prods it past him and, yeah. and sticks it into an empty net. And yeah. That just summed us up that season. Yeah. And that, even even at the end, when the whole team come over, including yeah. the management, all of them come over, and like you say, you've got you've got it spot on that you could just sense it in the away end that and the it was breathing onto the players that we knew we knew that we were going to get promoted. Like we played that bad, yeah, and still won. Yeah, it was like. No, this team is not going to stop. No, like no, it, no. it does, just does not matter how we play. We yeah. were so good at the back. We yeah. barely let any goals in. Yeah. yeah, and obviously when you've got a McDonald up front, you're always like you only need a chance to score a goal. Uh, Sounds like the team this year, didn't it? <laughs> so good at the back, we just need a goal scorer. Um, Cody, yeah, from, just rewind yourself five years, and we might have be back. <laughs> from that point, uh, it was always going to be a matter of time. Um, because I think I think Port Vale had a little bit of a blip at one point and gave us a little bit well, of they room. They beat us, didn't they, at home? We beat them away and then they beat yeah. us at home. Yeah. Um, and yeah, obviously we did it against Torquay. And then was Cheltenham the week after? We did it the week after. Yeah. Uh, Cheltenham. No, we did wi- it against Cheltenham. Was the week Wimbledon. after Torquay? We did it. Against no, because we did it against Wimbledon. Yeah. And Cheltenham was after that, I think. Or was it? No, it was before that. We could have won the title with Cheltenham. That's right, and, and we did. We lost one yeah. 0 and, and then Martin, the Martin come out in the press conference. Me. Martin come out in the press conference and went, it, I, "I was always meant to allow it to go to Priestfield anyway." Yeah, yeah. And then <laughs> obviously we went two and up against Wimbledon and bottled it, but it didn't matter. Um, we won the league, and yeah, pitch invasion, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And seeing us lift a trophy was—I I honestly don't know if that will happen again in our lifetime. No. Stats will probably suggest no because no. that was the only one for fifty years. Mm. Um, but who knows? Who knows? You know, we could turn up like Man City and have some Qatari bias out and we you might reckon? start winning the Premier League in 10 years' time. You reckon, mate? No, I don't, but no. you, you never, ever know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, we finished that season in, in quite a nice well, we way, to. didn't we? Because um, yeah. I didn't go to that game, but obviously where we was already champions, we played Burton away, didn't we? And it was a chance I for Mad go. Dog to I did go that day. throw the youth team out there yeah, it, and, let, and let them play in front of our yeah, it was partisan supporters that day. It was lovely. It was really, really nice just to see the whole youth team out there, but we were just let down by a spastic goalkeeper in Toy Four Castle. He couldn't catch a ball. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about him. He, I I yeah, he oh, yeah. was interesting, to say the least. But who was the, who, you're probably going to remind me of the striker was that scored that day. No. Uh, I wouldn't be... I, who do I think possibly played for us that day? Um... I bet I can find it very quickly. I know Harry Grant played. Did he score? I don't. We won't. No, I don't think so. Nyafli played. That's it. Nyafli scored. I know he scored. Did Did we have someone called Devine that would have played? Devante. Devante. Devante McCain. Devante McCain. Was that him? Yeah. No. Romeo possibly. Would he have been? Romeo played. Then? Yeah, Romeo played. Um, I, I don't think. I've... Who else would have played for us? I know it was a young team. I don't know. I'm trying to find it. 
I don't know why I didn't go to that game either. I must have been doing something. We lost 3-2, three two, three wasn't two, it? 3-2, that's right. Here we go. Uh, I think I've got the scene. I'm trying to find it. I'm not going to find it now. You're going to have to bear with me. Carry on. <laughs> oh, hang on. You've got it? No, I have got... Uh, yeah, I have got it. Here we go. Okay. All right, it's interesting. It's Tommy Forecast. Yeah. It, um, Callum, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure this is the right date. It must be. Yeah, this is it. Yeah, yeah. So it's Tommy Forecast, Callum Davis, Sam Muggleton. Ah, oh, Muggleton. Yeah. Andy Frampton, Stephen Gregory, Charlie Allen, a youthful Bradley Dack, Harry Grant, Romeo, Miles Weston, and Adam Birchall. Subs. Or Kane Hazeman. Kane Hazeman. Cool. Nathan Iafoli and Devente McCain. It was a young team. Did well Tony lose that 3-2 then, really? Yeah, we did. Playing, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, Billy Key, Michael Simons and Calvin Zola had scored. <laughs> Calvin Burton. Zola. Miles My, Weston and Nathan Iafoli scored for, scored for us. And yeah, that was the 20... 12-13 season um, I don't think it, it, the podcast gets as, as exciting as that from here to be honest um, we move into 2013-14 <laughs> first season back in League 1 we finished 17th 6 points clear of relegation which in the end probably wasn't disa- wasn't a disaster obviously that summer the marquee signing Cody came during the title season Cody came back on yep. loan yep. and then finally <laughs> we managed to tie him down permanently that summer we did we, t- because did we re- tie Bayo down first. Yeah, yeah, Bayo come back, didn't he? Bayo yeah, come back, that's right. Yeah, Bayo come back. And we, had, we yeah. reunited him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we did. Because I remember Mad Dog upset him at Crawley away, didn't he? Yes. It took him off after about 10 yes. minutes. Yes, he did. Um, but yeah, that season didn't start well. Um, we didn't win in our first eight games. I remember the first game of the season, we lost at home to Colchester, I think. Yeah. And I remember and we Matt got... Matt put, put himself out for the rest of the season. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, we got smashed by Wolves, didn't we, away? Yeah. Um, I went that day. And yeah, then we won two games in a row against Crew away. We beat 3-0. Yeah. And then we beat MK Duns at home. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, we lost to Shrewsbury the week after that. And out of nowhere, really, Alan was gone. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know, it might be different to me, but I was gobsmacked when I saw it. I was it. shocked. Good Absolutely time. amazed. And I was yeah. not happy. No. No, <laughs> nor was I. Nor was I. Yeah, it was... Yeah, yeah it was... A, at the time, it was a, it was a shocking decision, a shocking decision, and and for, and for a guy that delivered so much to the football club, just felt like it was unfairly treated. Do you think we would have stayed up if we'd have had him all season? Hundred yeah, percent. You think like the, where we had won a couple of games before, yeah, there were signs that we were getting there. Hundred percent. Yeah, he would have kept us up. He was the master of keeping teams up. That's very true. Very true. But then obviously, Mad Dog left and Peter Taylor returned. To be fair to him, that season, he, he did steady the ship a little bit. We'd become pretty stable at home. Yeah. And obviously, we did end up surviving by six points in the end. Cody got 17 goals that season, which wasn't a bad return. No. A um, couple of memorable results. We won 2-1 at Bramall Lane, remember that? if you yeah. remember. Yeah. And then a game on the TV. That... Who did we beat? Wolves. Beat Wolves 1-0 in injury time. And it's the same name that pops up with these big goals all the time. Mr McDonald. Last minute. Actually, it was a United game. That yeah. was the Harry Maguire pass back, wasn't it? 
Yes. Yeah. I wonder what he's doing now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was that game. And mm. uh, yeah, the one 0 win against Wolves. I remember it. We we was battered, and mm. then we got a corner yeah. last yeah. minute, and yeah. just fell, didn't it? Yeah, it and then did. Just, there was. I remember Nelson come and celebrated, and it was in front of the Gordon Road stand. And Leon Leg ended up wearing someone's hat, didn't he, from the did crowd? He? Yeah. <laughs> did he? <laughs> but yeah, that was a. Obviously, that Wolves team went on and won the league that season, didn't they? they? Did. And they were they were a ridiculous team for they League were One, so weren't good. they? Yeah, um, so good. Lee Griffiths up front. Yeah, back did Sacco play from there? Yeah. Oh, that's just madness. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we we beat them one 0 Kevin McDonald played from I think. Um, Games to forget, I've got two. Oh, God. One's in the league, one's in the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. Go on. What, what, what one's, what one's you league? want first? The league. We lost 5-1 away at Leighton Orient. Possibly the worst, the worst performance, geo- I've, ever geo- performance seen. I've ever seen. Ever seen. Ever I think seen. I left uh, after about 55 minutes. Ever seen. I just don't know what happened. We was r- just so bad. Yeah. So, yeah. so bad. Yeah. Um, and the other one... Brackley Part 1. Oh, brilliant. Where we lost 1-0 in a replay on BT Sport. Yeah. More on that later. <laughs> Martin Allen was commentator. Yeah, he was. Yeah, but and he, he kept was having ca- the right laugh. And he kept calling Jill's wee. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. Like, Martin, you're not manager anymore. And yeah, uh, from there we went into 2014-15. And obviously, Peter Taylor was, was still manager um, at the start. And yeah, in the record, if you look at the record books, this season doesn't look too bad. We finished twelfth on sixty-two points, but at, at first it did look like another season of struggle as we lost twelve of our first twenty-five games, winning just six. Um, and yeah, on New Year's Day, after a home defeat to Bristol City for about the fifth time that season, I think Peter Taylor was sacked. Nice New Year's Day present for him from Mister Scally, and a New Year's Day present for us. <laughs> it. <laughs> It did get painful towards it the end did. of Taylor's reign, didn't it? Yes, it it did. did get really painful. Um, and yeah, from them for four games, the Gang of Four took over, who we went through earlier. Yeah. Steve Lovell. Andy Essensala. Mike Patterson. Darren Hare. Darren Hare. And yeah, we won three of them four games, I believe. Um, and not all, we won two and drew one of the four. I think we lost to Crew, drew to Walsall, and then we beat a couple of teams at home. And then, yeah, that was all while the chairman was, was on a hunt for a new manager, and then obviously eventually he found his man in Justin Edinburgh. And yeah, and from then, the 18 games he took charge of from then till the end of the season, we lost just four. Wow. Which saw us climb to, to mid-table. Um, again, Cody was top goal scorer with 16 goals. Um, and yeah, I've I got three memorable games down and I'm pretty sure they're all come... For, I think the first one actually, the day Edinburgh got appointed, Sheffield United, Sheffield United at home, Jermaine we beat 2-0. I come off the bench um, and scored. I've also got down a 3-0 win at Swindon. Yep. Um... And this is probably a little bit horrible, but we did send Notts County down on the final day of the we season. We did, didn't we? Which was we did, quite... Yes. It, is, it was... It's nice, the word. It was kind of nice to see us be that team instead of yeah. being on the other end of it for a change. Yeah, yeah it was. Um, we was there to upset someone else's day. And yeah, 2014-15, we ended the season really, really well. And that momentum carried over into 2015-16, obviously still under Justin Edinburgh. And that was the season where we dared to dream, didn't we, of championship football once again. And we didn't um, promoted. Yeah, we finished we ended up finishing ninth on, on sixty nine points, but for much of that season it promised so much more, didn't it? What stat did you tell me earlier? 
we were 12, 13. Uh, yeah. Where is it? Yes. On January 2nd, we beat Bradford 3-0 at home to sit second in the league. 13 points clear of seventh place. By the end of the season, we were six points outside the playoffs. I'm glad this podcast <laughs> does not get videoed because I'm shaking my head right now. And a disbelief on how much we used it. But the thing is, everyone has the same answer. It is such an obvious turning point, isn't there? Wigan away on Sky Sports. Just mad how just you could just see one game, the life just drained out of our season Literally, in front of our eyes. Like... Yeah, I remember watching that with Josh, actually, Josh Keeble, that night. And, like, I think I actually sat for 90 minutes with my hands behind my head thinking, we've gone and blown it. We've gone and blown it. And you looked at the table and you still looked at it and thought, ah, you know what, we'll be all right. But you could generally feel like inside the club, a fan watching that have been watching the side all season, I, I still remember that night thinking, we're going to bottle this. We are going to bottle this. Because, yeah, like you say, the life was drained drained from those players. And you saw how devastated they were. And then the next week, we went to Doncaster and it happened again. I remember, and we just never recovered. I remember speaking to Nick Ball. Um, we had, obviously, Nick Ball on the podcast um, at... At Dover last 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 preseason, and we spoke about the uh, the 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 Justin days, and, and this Wigan game come up, and uh, he was saying that yeah, on the way back from the coach, um, even he knew that he and people inside the club knew knew it was it was going to be thrown. Knew it, knew it was going to be thrown away, and then they were, obviously we went, we went to Doncaster when we and we bottled it again, and coming back from Doncaster, it, like he said, you could see the look in Justin's face as if to say, "What is going on here?" And I can't do anything to stop this, and it it was a real sad state of affairs because that 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 man obviously God rest his soul now, but that man like. Yeah, he gave, he gave us all a dream that was certainly from the start of season till mid-January. Was it the best football you've ever seen Gillingham play? Yeah, better than the champ, better than the league league title winning days. We, in terms of quality of football, yeah, we we blew away teams, blew, blew away teams. We we were like watching a championship side play league one sides week in week out. We had Dak, we had. Obviously, Cody for a bit. We had Samuel. Egan. Egan. Josh. Well, we had Josh Wright, didn't we? Yeah, we... We had Morris. Yeah, we had... Which... uh, Yeah, but we had one man that was playing at the top of his career and just could not be stopped in Bradley Dak. People could not stop him. And that Jill side were... Phenomenal, absolutely brilliant, brilliant to watch, and yeah, just how we, how we, how we did not get, we didn't even make the playoffs, let alone get promoted, and that's how crazy it was, because we speak to enough fans as well that I, I speak to a lot of fans now. I, I, yeah, I've got a mate that 
I go to uni with him. He's an Oxford fan, and obviously, yeah, he look, he was looking at it from afar that year, and he still we we were speaking about it the other week, and he went, yeah, he went out. Jules didn't get promoted that year. It was ridiculous. He went because you saw Jules like on the highlights or whatever, and people people just speak to other people, and you think, yeah, people would say like, oh, have you heard about Jules? Like they are a ridiculous football team. Like and yeah, how we how we bottled it. Yeah, because obviously that season started with a row over Sheffield United, <laughs> um, who were the title favourites at the time. And yeah, we didn't lose in our first seven games, which meant Justin Edinburgh's first 25 league games in charge of Gillingham gave four defeats. Incredible start to his tenure. Yeah. Um, the ratio was a joke. And, but then, and such a nice guy. Such a nice guy. Yeah. It, yeah, he was. And it, it was a shame now it all ended up unfolding with him the next season which we'll end up coming on to yeah. and obviously what's obviously happened since but yeah from that Wigan game we won just four of our last 21 games which is the and just I think just the confidence and the belief went didn't it yeah. and you know you look at it now and if if you throw away two 2-0 two leads back to back weeks it probably is going to start yeah. having doubts in the mind isn't it and and it did just unravel from there and yeah. Um I remember the, the last away game of the season we went to Burton like it was still we still was in well within a shout at that point and I know we we equalized didn't we Kobe scored and then yeah. we conceded the last minute winner and I think from then it was and I know we did end up getting a life flying I think Colchester scored a really late goal against someone so yeah. technically we still could have made it on the last day of the season but we was done by that point yeah. you know and you could tell couldn't you the, the stuff in well and truly been knocked out of us but and I remember Played Millwall, didn't we? Last game, yeah. And I remember standing there on the final whistle, just my head, like my head in my hands, and just thinking, why are we not celebrating promoting, being promoted here? Like, what has happened? And you could see, like, the players fell to the floor, as if to say, like, we have just absolutely just thrown that season away. And we had. We had, and it was just a real, real... Real shame, and it was. I was actually sadder that season than the season we got relegated on the Stimson back into League Two because we were such a good football inside and we'd blown it. I suppose the thing that when us getting relegated into League Two, we've seen it happen. I think we always know that within a couple of years we'll come back, yeah. but this was our shot at the Championship, wasn't it? Yeah, this it was. was our this was our go. Yeah. Obviously, depending on what happens the next few months, things might change, but. Yeah, that season Brad did that was our top goal scorer. He scored 13 in the league. And I don't. I think it'd be unfair to sort of get through this, this podcast about a decade without talking about Bradley a little bit because... What a boy. Yeah, from, from, we'll come, I'll come on to that in a bit. But for many, the best player of the decade and ranks up with one of the best that we've seen playing in a Jill shirt. When he was at his best, he... Yeah. At his best, he's Premier League quality, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, and how he isn't playing Premier League is... Yeah, it's a farce. He's too good for that Blackburn side, and it just yeah, it just goes to show that we are now sitting here saying he is too good for the championship. He is, for me in my lifetime, the best footballer I've seen in a dual shirt, without a shadow of a doubt. Better than Jarvis. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because I think Daki did it over a longer period of time, and he did it. And Jarvis, Jarvis was an exceptional talent, but he with Jarvo he. He obviously had that little stint, didn't he? Yeah. Where he was really, really good, and then he kind of moved on. I think that didn't that play well over hundred games for us. I think so. Yeah, I think he played twenty in the title winning season. 
which we don't really remember. No, no, but he was... He, he just had that talent of... When you were... When you were when you were wanting a goal or, or wanting something to happen, you'd just give the ball to him and go, go on, Bradley, go and win us a football match. And he, nine times out of ten, he'd go and do it. And I was always on the edge of my seat whenever Brad picked up the ball. He just made things happen. He, he was exciting. And, yeah, if... He's, he's stunted a little bit in terms of, I think he should have had his move last year. He should have gone. He should have gone last year. And I think, had he gone last year, I think there might have been shouts for him to play, be playing for England soon. But how old is he now? He's got to be 25, 26, I thought. Too late? What, for England? Yeah. Yeah, yeah when you've got the likes of Grealish and Madison floating yeah. about, or obviously that's, Younger and Bradley, that's what I mean. Mason Mount, so, people like that. I think maybe he should have gone last year. And he didn't, so that. But I think the boy will play Premier League. I definitely think so. Yeah, and and uh, good luck to him because yeah, in this decade he is, for me in my opinion, the best player to to grace your Jill shirt in this decade. And yeah, lastly on that um, 2015-16 season, I've brought down memorable games. Obviously, the four 0 against Sheffield United. Yeah. Another question for you. The other two I've got down were back to back games. Our last game before Christmas and Boxing Day. Who were they against? Whoa. Boxing Day was Millwall. No, that no. was the one before. <laughs> Boxing Day was the other one. Swindon. Yeah. Millwall and Swindon. And we won. 3-0 and 3-1. Yeah. Back to back. Dominic Samuel scored twice. At Millwall we At did. Millwall. Yeah. And Bradley scored Bradley a penalty. scored a penalty when Cody had broken his metal tassel that day. Yeah, for the keeper getting sent off. Yeah, keeper getting sent off. And at Swindon, it was... Did what Jackson score? Yeah, and Cody scored twice. Yeah, yeah. The other one, it was Dak Hess and Tyler twice. I think it was. Bortman beat Swindon the time before. Yeah, I think that might have been like that. Yeah, and after all that promise of that season, we're moving to twenty sixteen seventeen, which was, uh, well, it was. It was a Port Vale goal away from being the season of absolute disaster. Um, we finished 20th with 50 points and we stayed in League One by just one point. Was this the, um, the year of Mr Pennock? Yeah, and this is probably the... The way this season panned out, I don't think anyone could possibly have predicted because we ended the season before badly, as we've just touched on, but we were so good for so much of yeah, it that... Yeah. We thought, it's all right, we'll get a few more bodies in and we'll go again. And then we see the names coming in. Mark Burns signed, Newport Player of the Year. Scott Wagstaff signed from title-winning Bristol City. Jay Emmanuel Thomas signed, title-winning Bristol City. Paul Koncheski signed. He's played for Liverpool in the Champions League, for crying out loud. And, had, and may I had, he played 38 games for QPR in the Championship the year before. <laughs> Jamie O'Hara came through the door. Another ex-Premier League player. We were all optimistic. We were like, we're going to win the league. <laughs> and all of a sudden, that optimism was justified because we started the season. We beat Southend twice in two competitions in the first three days of the season. And Phil Brown was quoted that if we keep Jamie Emmanuel Thomas fit, we were going to win the league title. What happened? <laughs> Jamie Thomas got sent back before the end of the season. We nearly got relegated. And we were paying 10 grand of his wages <laughs> up until May. <laughs> but yeah, we won... 
quite a few of our first games. And we beat Watford at, at Vicarage Road in the AFL Cup, which obviously set us up for... For obviously it didn't pan out as we wanted, but a good old night at White Hart Lane. At, yes, at the, the final season of White Hart Lane, and a, and a, a chance for Justin to obviously manage it at his boyhood club. Yeah, um, you know our performance didn't do ourselves justice that day, but you know we was we was beaten by. And to be fair to Maurizio as well that night, he put out a team which was respectful of us. <laughs> and did, didn't yeah, he? we saw our team play against some some players that are still playing for Tottenham now. Obviously, you got yeah. Winks, Ericsson, Lamella, players like that. Yeah. Davis, um, so yeah, there's decent players that have, have more than plied their trade in the Premier League for a number of years, and um, I had a piece go out earlier of my fav, uh, my most memorable games from the decade, and the Watford ones in that because, you know, it's not every day we play Premier League teams, and it's very rare that we beat them, and even rarer that we go away and beat them. Yeah, so, yeah. and you know, especially from a goal down, obviously Burner scored a fantastic goal, and then. In extra time, I still can't explain what happened with, with our winning goal, to be honest. But it happened. That bundled it in somehow. And that missed a penalty, didn't he? Yeah, he blazed it over. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, just after a decent start of the season, after that sort of like Watford game, the the form just deteriorated. And after a home defeat in Oxford, a home defeat to Oxford oh, in January, uh, Justin was sacked. And yeah. I think it, it was just it was fun. about the right time for a lot of people as well, wasn't it? Because Obviously, we had the the collapse the season before, and it just looked like we've seen the collapse once, and now we're seeing it happen again. We just don't know if if yeah. we'd be able to turn it around. No. Um. So the change was made, and and for the worst, Edinburgh was replaced with Pennock, and somehow the the form just got worse and worse, and yeah. our downfall only seemed to accelerate from there because Pennock didn't win in his first eight games, and you know Edinburgh was when Edinburgh got sacked, we were seventeenth, so you know we. We wasn't. We was expecting to be up and around that top six, so we yeah. was a mile away from what we expected. But I don't think we was in immediate danger. No. When Sword and Pennock come in, and eight games later, relegation was staring us in the face. Um, but a huge late home win, a memorable one against Bristol Rovers, where Cody took it upon himself in the last five minutes of the game, I think, to save to save us. To save us, yeah. And yeah, eventually we stood up by a point. We are in League One because of that man. I think you you was in America, wasn't you? At the end of that Northampton, season, Northampton, yeah, I was. And obviously, I was yeah, up was. at Northampton, and yeah. it was the worst day of my life. <laughs> um, I, I heard you were in, you were in tears. Oh, uh, me and Matt from Jills and the Blood, uh, Sam Johnson, uh, just uh, Josh, a complete mess at the end. And, uh, we got a penalty really, really early on, and and Josh Wright missed it, and instantly we all look at each other and go, "There's one way this is ending." Yeah, and for some reason. Despite the fact that the only way we could completely guarantee our safety was with a win. At nil-nil with 20 minutes to go, Pennock decided to settle for a point. So we finished at nil-nil. Port Vale was still playing. And a goal from them sent us down. And I think they had a goal disallowed at one point. Um, and yeah, I remember I was standing next to Kyle and we had Sky Bet live feed on. Just tracking it and watching it go Port Vale dangerous attack over and over again. And we were just covering our eyes and then... Yeah, eventually it come up, match complete and whatever, and I think that people started shouting and whatever, and the players realised. And it wasn't obviously there was a bit of celebration we survived, but it was just relief, yeah, absolute relief that an absolute horror show of a season which no one could have seen coming, because that team should not have no. been fighting relegation, not a chance. And I don't know how it happened. Well, if anyone's listened to the AD Pennant podcast, well, the... he probably he probably explains it. In a, there was, a, it's, I think it's fair to say there there was a few 
bad eggs within that dressing room that should not have been anywhere near the football club. And I think he said that didn't he at Northampton have the police turn up to basically... Yeah, because he, he had to do interviews for the police, which then saw one of our players sacked a couple of days before the game. Yeah. Obviously, we know who that was. Yeah. And yeah, it just sounded like it was... A, you know, well, I think we've spoken about it since and looking back at it now, hearing what he's had to say, it does make you feel a little bit sorry for him, but yeah, he does. was also not the right man no, at the right wasn't. time to come into that situation. No, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, a couple of memorable games from that season. Obviously, I've mentioned the Watford one and another one in the league at home. Probably the only time it's probably ever happened in the history of football that a player has scored a hat-trick of. Penalties. There we go. Just right. Yeah. We was 2-0 down. Yep. Playing appallingly. <laughs> and three penalties in about 10 minutes, wasn't it, I think? Yeah, it was. It was. Won us the game. Yeah. yeah. And then games to forget. I've got two. One in the FA Cup. Brackley. Brackley part two, where we lost 4-3. I was there that night. <laughs> I was you. Yeah, I was Lucky there that you. night. I, I, for some reason, I decided to go. Not good. Not good. Not good at all. Um, I actually thought that night, that was the night Justin was going to go. Yeah, and he, and he stayed. Didn't. Yeah, he stayed longer yeah. after that, didn't he? Yeah. Um, the other game I've got to forget in the league quite early on. It was an away game. God, go on. If I say wasn't one of Nelson's finest hours. Oh, scuffle. Yeah, we lost five nil. <laughs> <laughs> but how can I remember that? Yeah, we move into the 2017-18 season after that disastrous season the, the year before, and in the end, we was relatively comfortable. We finished 17th, but. The season was far from smooth going. Um, obviously, in the summer, Pennock kept his job despite a narrow narrow escape. And I think we were probably baffled. like every Jules fan. We could not believe baffled. what was happening. Yeah, baffled. Absolutely baffled how that man kept that job. It I'm just... Real. He won about three games, didn't he? Yeah. About 21. Yeah. yeah, I don't know how it He is. was given a two-year contract. And to the surprise of absolutely nobody, the season started appallingly. We won just once in the first nine games, and that was all it took. A 3-0 defeat at Rochdale, and Pennock was gone. Um, and yeah, Peter Taylor took temporary charge. He had a whole three games in charge. We was rubbish, we didn't win, and he was gone as well. And by that point, we was in the desperate position of 23rd in League One. Wow. So then Steve Lovell become the temporary, temporary manager. And like the flick of a switch, our fortunes changed. He kicked off with a 1-0 win away at Peterborough. I mean, that's just one of our f- of his first eight games in charge. Just two of his first 17. Wow. Quite ridiculous, really, as we ended up charging away even climbing from, from immediate relegation danger. And I think he just let the chains off. Yeah, that's what I was just about to ask you. How did he transform results so drastically, just, so quickly? I think he just let the chains off and just went, go and play and go and enjoy your football. And, yeah, I think because he is... He, he does seem a relaxed, calm guy. That I think he just went, yeah, just go and enjoy yourselves and go and express. Yeah, and so I think that is what that squad needed. Because obviously under Pennock and Taylor, it had been very, very negative football. Yeah, negative. It? It, was, it was, no, you are playing this way. No, you are putting 10 men behind the ball and you are going to counter-attack teams. And the players that we had in that squad, there was no point, no point doing that. And yeah, the, yeah at, the, at, at the time... Stevie Lovell was the was the guy that obviously come and come in and turned it round and yeah he did very 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 well in a short amount of time and we played some really good stuff under him. 
Yeah, the, for, the form tailed off slightly towards the end of the season, but having such a strong middle third of the season ended up keeping us safe from danger. Yeah. Um, Tom Eves top scored that season. Um, and yeah, memorable games. I've got two away wins down. Go on. Charlton. Yeah. Portsmouth. Yeah, yeah. yeah. One of the best goals I've seen as well at Portsmouth away with. So yeah, Mr. Connor Wilkinson. Yeah, obviously Charlton, the, the only time we've ever won there in the league at, at the Valley, isn't it? Yeah. And we were good value for it that yeah, day we as were. well. We um, were good value. We were really... And Portsmouth, we, Portsmouth we was awful for a first half and then just turned it on. Yeah. And we Martin scored twice, didn't he? Mm-hmm. He scored two really good goals as well. And yep. we just... Yeah, away from home, we was pretty much unbeatable, weren't we? Ridiculous. I mean, we went to Rotherham and... Yeah, we beat, beat Rotherham. North, we? we went up to Northampton, didn't we? And yeah. we was phenomenal. Yeah. And but yeah, just, yeah, but then we've also have got a couple of games to forget that season. One was away while Pennant was in charge. Most remembered for probably back in our YouTube days, probably my biggest rant on a video. What, Oxford? Oxford away. <laughs> um, and then we also had the other one was under Lovell, a 4 0 defeat at South End, which. I remember that. We left on 70 minutes. Yeah, it came out of nowhere, didn't it? We were result. rank. We were absolutely awful. No one see it coming. That was the day I wanted him sacked. And we was just, yeah, not good. Yeah, I wanted him gone then. But yeah, that season came to an end. Um, and yeah, we move into last season, 2018-19. Which on paper, again, looks a relatively good season as we finished 13th. But it wasn't necessarily the, the season to remember. Um, obviously, from the form before, Lovell was given the job full-time. Which I think people could understand. Yeah, given no, definitely. The, the form that, that kept us out of, out of trouble. Yeah, he deserved it. Um, and so when it's looking back, when I was doing the research for this, it was a pretty patchy season, really. Um, our longest unbeaten run was only three games. But other than an eight-game run without a win early on, we didn't have too many awful periods either. So no. it was just a little bit of a winner cup. Mediocre, weren't we, a little bit. Um, but yeah, then drama come with two games to go. Um, as rumours began to... I remember I finished work one evening and, oh, it was... and come out and looked on Twitter and there was some journalist just saying... Steve Lovell was about to leave Gillingham. Yeah. And was like... Well, a couple... Yeah, but weren't it like... A few, it, it had been like f- two or three games beforehand that there was pictures of Evans. Wickham away was sighted. Yeah. And then people were saying... Like, people kept saying, I can, I've, I've seen him sitting in the Medford stand at home games, but yeah. no one would have picture proof. The no. only time we ever see a picture was Wickham. Yeah. And I think Kent Online got Kent a picture Lyon of got him. One. Yeah. But other than that, there was no evidence. So we no. didn't know if people were just playing along for, yeah, to, have, laugh, to have a yeah. bit of a ride with people. But yeah, I, I come out of work and see a room that level was gone. I was like, that nah, can't be right. We're playing Charlton tomorrow. Two yeah. games before the season ends. And then, yeah, yeah half hour later, club statement's out and, and he's gone. Yeah. And... Whether it was the right, wrong decision is sort of a completely different matter, but to this day, the timing of that timing made no it. sense, did it? Yeah. No, no, it's strange. It was really strange. I think we were safe, weren't we? Yeah. And and we might as well just left it, but obviously there must have been a discussion, a heated discussion, <laughs> that obviously Loves felt like he couldn't carry on with the two games left, and that was that. Yeah, because then Patos took it, saw over the last two games and we lost at home to Charlton. And then we beat Blackpool 3-0 on the final day. Yeah, with Evans there. Evans was there, yeah. yeah. Um, couple of memorable results from that season. Another away win at Portsmouth. Yeah. Where another goal of the season contender from oh, Alex Lacey. I mean, Tom <laughs> <laughs> um, 
Oh, what a goal. And then Cardiff at home in the FA Cup, which because we were so annoyed with our form at that time, we didn't want to stamp out the money to go and watch. It was the form. But we went to Swansea in the fourth round and watched us get stuck. And you turned up. You turned up with half an hour before kick-off, drenched with rain, and you went, don't talk to me, I'm wet through, (laughs) I'm in a bad mood. (laughs) Was it 4-1 we lost? Yeah. Josh Reese scored. Yes. Yeah. So that didn't work too well for us. Um... It couldn't have been that awful a season because on games to forget, I've only got one down. Okay. And it was at home to a team that got relegated. Got relegated? Jesus. I'm trying to think who got relegated last year. We lost 3-0. Oh, we lost 3-0 quite a bit, didn't we? <laughs> I know we lost 3-0 to Blackpool. Weren't them. Uh, I know they are, no. Walsall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we lost 3-0 at home to Walsall. I'm pretty sure they scored from like they took a long throw in and it just hit Andy Cook in the head. And winning. Mm, bit of a match Jarvis masterclass that day. That's right. He yeah. Absolutely tore Luke O'Neill a new one. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that is right. Um, and yeah, and that was that was eighteen nineteen. And then obviously we move into this season, which there isn't too much to talk about because we're only part of the way through it. But yeah, we're currently in 13th place. And obviously the rumours in the summer were true about Steve Evans because it seemed like the wait for a manager was going to go on and on. I just think Scully was trying to figure out the best way to announce him without yeah, upsetting so. too many people. But he did, he, he he did didn't announce actually, him. He didn't actually announce it as... Uh, like They didn't actually come out as... You know, like previous managers, it, it goes like official statement, the club would like to welcome blah, 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 yeah. to the football club. He'd said it in his, pre- his pre-season notes. Like an eight-page report and it just, <laughs> yeah. it just like... Halfway through the middle of a paragraph, just chucks in, oh, I'm appointing Steve Evans, <laughs> thinking, oh, if people gloss over that, they won't notice. <laughs> I hope we have. <laughs> but then, yeah, obviously, Evans come in, and it was very much split at the time. We were happy, a lot of other people were happy, but there was just as many people that were fuming and we wanted to boycott. People still boycotting to this day. But then I also think there's a lot more now that have been won over by Steve. Yeah, um, yeah for sure. And... It you know, we, we look back on the last 10 years and there has been a couple of really, really good points and a lot of crap. Yeah. But we're ending the decade on a good note, aren't we, I think? We are. No, we are. We're in a strong position. Um, we've got a good management. We've, we've got a manager that um, only, will want, only wants to take this football club one way and it's back to the championship. And I, I, it sounds like he's building a real project at Gillingham Football Club and I think I think we are in a position, certainly since the, the Justin days, that I feel like now we're going to give it a real good go. Um, and I think if it's going to happen, it's going to happen under Steve Evans. And uh, we, yeah, we've we've got obviously him, and I, I, I love Paul Rayner and just his antics on the sideline. <laughs> um, but there's also a good coaching background behind him, and obviously Roycey as well. And the players all the. The players that we've got at the moment as well all want to put in the, in, in in the right direction and all, are all buying into to what Steve and, and the management want want to build and yeah I think I think we're going to have a good second half of the season um, yeah and hopefully uh, Justin Justin from the heavens gives us a little bit of a a good luck charm um, for for the for the second half of the season as well. And yeah, that is the 10 years that have just gone by. Um, and yeah, we'll move on to a little bit of fun. Um, and I'll start with you, James, who's just sitting next to me. I, I want to note it down. Your Hang on. Best game, best no. goal, 
best player, favourite player, favourite manager from okay. the decade. Right, okay. So, I've written this in order. Best yep. player, I've Go gone on. with... I think I know who you're going to say. Brady Dack. Yep. My favourite player is the captain of Sheffield United now, John Egan. Is he a captain? He's their captain. I didn't know that. He is their captain. Um, best goal is Dion Burton v Morecambe. That touch. Unreal. That was a last-minute winner as well, It was it? a last-minute winner, and he just stood there like Eric Cantona in front of the <laughs> rain amend, just his arms aloft. What a man. What a goal. What a moment. Um, and so, yeah, it's called us a wonderful three points. The best game has got to be the game that I've only ever cried at Jill's was the day that we lifted the lead to a title at Priestfield at Wimbledon at home. Um, and the favourite manager was the man that led us there, Mr Martin Allen. Not bad shouts, not bad shouts. I'll go through mine quickly. Uh, best game, I went Hereford. Um, yeah, never see the likes again, I don't think. It was just bonkers. Um, best goal, I changed my mind on it four or five times between the two, the two Portsmouth goals. Eves Wilkinson. There's really? No, there's nothing between them. They're, in slightly different ways, they're both equally as immaculate. I've gone with Wilkinson's. It's just... Or just a rattle few people? Or? Maybe, maybe, yeah, just, <laughs> maybe, maybe, yeah. Just to give a few people some, some annoyance. But no, it was... They were both absolutely incredible goals. But I don't know. I, I felt like Eves was, was a little bit more of a fluke. I don't know why. A fluke? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> I know you don't like the guy, but I do like credit. Him. I don't know. I just <laughs> there was something about Wilkinson's that I preferred. I don't know what it was. Um, best player again, have to go Bradley. Yeah. Um, favorite player Alex Lacey, obviously. Oh well, of course. Um, and yeah, favorite manager Mad Dog. Um, but yeah, obviously I, d- I did put this out on social media and we've been inundated with responses. Some really, really interesting ones as well. Um, See, I'll try and rattle through them as quickly as I can. Uh, Mark Denning's gone best game 5-2 away at Torquay, like we touched on earlier. Um, he's gone best goal, Joe Martin against Plymouth. Yeah, very good goal. was there that day. It was the day before my birthday. He then went and got himself sent off five minutes later. That's right. And we played 10 men with 80 minutes. Uh, he's and gone... Ch- Charlie Lee went down three times after getting knocked out. Best player, he's gone... He says Barry. I assume he's Barry Fuller. Barry Fuller, obviously. Yeah, it's not a bad shout. Um, Favourite player? He says Cody. Manager. Mad Dog. Andrew Pullen says best game. 2-1 v Scumthorpe 2015. There must be a reason behind that. Did we score a last minute winner? Probably. I think that... Was that the one where Harry Lennon scored? I think Dickinson scored a header from a corner. And then Lennon scored a last minute equaliser. A win- winner, I think. I don't remember it. I think that's that game. <laughs> Fair enough. It must be a reason. I stand corrected it. if um if I'm wrong. Uh, best goal is an interesting one as well. Elliot List v Coventry, 2018 was a good goal. It to be fair, it was a very yeah, very a good, good goal. Yeah. Uh, I think he picked it up wide, didn't he? And yeah. sort of travelled off the pitch. Travelled off, yeah. Best player, an interesting one, and one I think we would have loved to have seen fully fit was Aaron Morris. Oh yeah. Oh what on his day? Certainly, like for the period of time where we were so good on the Justin. He was pivotal in that, in that midfield, and yeah, when that guy's fit, Jesus Christ, yeah, he's such a good player. Favorite player, he says Stuart Nelson. Um, favorite manager, again, Martin Allen. Yeah. Um, Richard Gransden has gone best game, two uh, one away at Rotherham. Was that in the title winning season? Yeah. 
Vancelo score? Or was that the game he died? No, Vancelo died. That's right. Vancelo died. Oh, Dion, Burton scored because he used to play for Rotherham, didn't he? And slid in front of his knees That's in front right. of the end. Uh, best goal, he says, Hessen Tyler against Coventry. Best player, he says, Bradley Dack. Favourite player, Charlie Lee. Um, Favourite manager, there's a theme here, Martin Allen. Martin Allen. Uh, ben Horn, best game, 3 2 at home to Scunthorpe. The just right penalties. Yeah, fair enough. Best goal, Rory Donnelly's chip against Fleetwood. Good finish. Uh, best player, Bradley Dack. Favourite player, Cody McDonald. Favourite manager, Martin Allen, Allen slash Justin Edinburgh. Okay. Uh, Stuart Chilmade. Uh, How many have you done? There's loads of these. Uh, <laughs> his favourite game was Rotherham away. Burton scored twice. There you go. He says there. There you go. Um, best goal, Cody's against Bristol Rovers. Um, yeah. Best player, Cody. Favourite player, Cody. Favourite manager is a different one. He says the gang of four. Interesting. Um, Ryan White, best game, 3 0 at Millwall. Yeah. Best goal, Donnelly against Fleetwood. Best player, Egan. Favourite player, Dak. He says, favourite manager, Allen for passion, but Edinburgh for almost getting us to the championship. Fair point. Uh, ben Thompson, best game, Hereford. Best goal, Eves v Portsmouth. Player, Dak. Best player, that is. Favourite player, Kedwell. Favourite manager, Martin Allen. Jeremy Manton, favourite game, 4 0 at home to Sheffield United. Favourite goal, Emmanuel Sadebi at home to Berry. What has happened to his career since? Jesus Christ. He was very, he very good that season. Yeah, and then was. just Jack got hold of him, I think. Yeah, I think so. Uh, best player, Bradley Dak. Favourite player, Stuart Nelson. Favourite manager, Martin Allen. Uh, Luke Naylor, best game, 4 0 at home to Sheffield United again. Best goal, Eves v Portsmouth. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, McDonald. Favourite manager, I don't know to say. <laughs> um. Even says 3-2 against Scunley, purely for the limbs, as best game. Fair enough. Tom Eves, goal against Portsmouth. Um, best player, Dak. Favourite player, Kedwell. Favourite manager. I may as well not even bother reading them ones out anymore. <laughs> Josh Keeper Wells, 5-4 against Hereford. Easy Portsmouth. Dak, best player. McDonald, favourite player. Manager. Yep, we'll move on. <laughs> um, Rainer Menjil says best game, Hereford or Millwall away. Best goal, Cody McDonald's bicycle kick against Walsall, which was yeah. outrageous because it, it was, was from like the edge of the box, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was. Uh, best player, Dak, favourite player, McDonald, favourite manager, someone that managed Question Barnett for a few you, times. just to interrupt you, sorry. Go on. Just how good was Cody McDonald for Gillingham? He was incredible. Opinion. And I thought he's, at, by certain elements of the fan base, he was a little bit undervalued, I think, because... To, in his last couple of years, there was quite a lot of people that would give him a bit of stick. Yeah. And it was just, I didn't get it, because he was our best striker by an absolute mile. Yeah. And, you know, we've, we've looked through it. You know, that first season he came, he scored 25 goals. And then in the League One season, 17 goals, 16 goals. Yeah. We'd do anything for someone to score that a number of goals this season for us. You know, Eve's done it for the last couple of years. Players like that are absolutely priceless. And yeah. they're hard to find, as we've seen this season. And yeah, he was phenomenal. And obviously, uh, I've said Alex is my favourite player. Um, Cody's a close second. Yeah. Cody was, and again, a top guy as well. Cody, yeah, he is. A really, really good guy. Yeah. Um, and yeah, he's he's right up there in, in my estimations. Um, James Dobson has gone for the best game. He's gone with you, um, Wimbledon. Best goal again. McDonald's bicycle kick against Walsall. 
Best player, John Egan. Favourite player, Cody or Keds. And favourite manager, Martin Allen. And it says in brackets, apart from AD, obviously. I don't know if that's sarcasm. I think that's sarcasm. Or if he's related to AD Pennock. Maybe he is. <laughs> um, Lewis Howard said, best game, away at Portsmouth or away at Charlton. Um, Eve's his favourite player. Eve has got Portsmouth as best guy. I want a mad dog as manager. Darius has gone Hereford for the game. Cody's first against Bristol Rovers at, at home. How good was that goal? Which one, sorry? The Bristol, first one at home to Bristol Rovers. What, the... The one that kept us up. Oh. Under that pressure... Ridiculous. At that I moment of the game... Yeah, because you've put it on your... Have you put it on your... Your one of the favourite decade, decade goals? Or I, No, it's... Jill's have tweeted it out as yeah, one of the good yeah, yeah. ones. And the way he backs in... And then backs in again... And then receives the ball and goes... I'm going to beat you now. Knocks it and goes... Smashes it in the top corner and wheels away and hugs the badge as he's doing it. And yeah. his goal two minutes later weren't bad either. <laughs> yeah, I know, but I would, yeah, I mean, I was obviously doing the uh, yeah, because he lobbed him, yeah, two minutes later, didn't he? Um, yeah, I think I was that I think that time we were still doing a YouTube channel, and yeah, I think I dropped my phone celebrating like it was ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. That, yeah, Pennant come on a pitch, didn't he? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, Darius is best player. He's called him Sir Cody McDonald. Um, same answer for number four. Um, Favourite manager, Martin Allen. It's a shame, like, it's, it's a shame you have to have 10 years as, as a testimonial for, 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 for players because would you class people like Kedwell and McDonald legends? Anyone that played in that title winning the season is a legend in my eyes. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what I mean. <laughs> Get Antonio German a statue. <laughs> and Tom Robinson. Oh, God, yeah. Um, yeah, Dean's gone. Mill away, best game. Best goal, it's gone with me. Wilkinson against Portsmouth. Best player, Burton. Favourite player, Kedwell. Favourite manager, Martin Allen. Uh, Anthony Giddens, Mill away, best game. Best goal. This one will be interesting. Mark Byrne at home to Bristol Rovers. Oh, yeah. The sweetest strike of decent. a ball I think I've ever seen. Yeah, decent. The way that ball moved was unreal. Vile. Yeah. Um, best player Bradley Dack. Favorite player Danny Kedwell. Favorite manager Martin Allen. Um, John T. Wale. This will be interesting. Go on. Really interesting. The first three are pretty common. Uh, best game Hereford. Best goal Tommy's v Portsmouth. Best player Bradley Dack. Mm. Favorite player Ryan Jackson. Right. Favourite manager, Stevie Evans. Really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, Lewis Todd has gone Millwall away for the best game. Best goal, Wilkinson, away at Portsmouth. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, Kedwell. Favourite manager, Martin Allen. Uh, Jordan the Blood, Matt has said best game is Scumthorpe. The 3-2 win. Best goal is Eves against Pompey. Best player is Egan. Favourite player is Dak. Favourite manager is Justin Edinburgh. Uh, Jules Anorak has gone best game, Hereford. Best goal, another good one. I think the first time I've seen it, Hess and Tyler against Coventry. Yeah. First time I've seen that mentioned, which is surprising. Uh, best player, Bradley Dack. Favourite player, McDonald. Favourite manager, Martin Allen. And then Matty has gone Sheffield United 4-0 on as, as best game. Uh, Eves against Portsmouth was the best goal. Dack's best player, McDonald. Favourite player, Martin Allen. Best manager. Uh, Chris Willis has gone 3-0 away at Mill was the best game best goal McDonald's backwards lob at Swindon that was the one you were telling me about earlier wasn't yeah. it uh, yeah. best player Dak favourite player McDonald um, he said favourite manager Steve Lovell he said although he isn't the best he's certainly his favourite fair enough um, Joe Collett Cramp 
Hereford. Dakri Wigan, best goal. Another one that I've not seen yet, which is interesting. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, Burton. Favourite manager, Edinburgh. And um, we've got a couple more, I think. There's been so many. Uh, best game. Beating Notts County 3-1. The game that relegated them. Interesting. Best goal, list against Cardiff. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, Jermaine McGlashan. And favourite manager, Martin Allen. Charlie Reid has gone Hereford. Hessen Tyler v Coventry is best goal. And then Dak, best player. McDonald, favourite player. And then Allen. And then we've got Dee Murray. Burton 2, Jills 3 as best game. Was that last season? Burton what, sorry? Burton 2, Jills 3. Yeah. It was last season. Yeah. Best goal, list at Burton. Um, best player, Dak. Favourite player, McDonald. Favourite manager, Lovell. And then we've got John Seeger, Hereford game. Eves' Portsmouth goal. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, Cody. Favourite manager, um, Martin Allen. Um, and lastly, <coughs> Daniel Himsworth. Says, compared to the noughties, we've got slim pickings, but his best game is the Cardiff game. His best goal is also Davies against Berry. Best player, Dak. Favourite player, McDonald. And favourite manager, Martin Allen. Yeah. Uh, so, no, thanks to them. They're some really interesting ones in there, actually, and prompted some goals that I didn't even remember no, no. until like, they come up, which is interesting. But now we move on to the really interesting bit, our go. team of the decades. Um, yeah, I'll come to you first, James. Um, you've gone traditional 4-4-2, haven't you? I have indeed. Yeah, let's, 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 let's hear it. Right. Nelson in goal. I don't think that one needs too much justification, does it? Really? No. Right back, Barry Fuller. Yep. Still smashing it now. Centre-halves of Barrett and Egan. Uh, Left-back, Danny Jackman. See, I, I forgot he played for us in the decade. Yeah, he did. He did. But all. he actually won... Uh, when I was doing my research earlier, he won Player of the Year one of the years. Yeah, he did. Which I completely forget. He did. There you go. Uh, midfield four of Bradley Dack. Charlie Lee, Miles Weston, and Chris Welkdale. And then a front two of Cody McDonald and Danny Kedwell. It's not a bad team, not a bad team. There's quite a few common names in mine. I've gone for a different formation. I've gone 3-5-2. Um, Nelson and goal again. Um, three centre-backs of Barrett, Egan, and Leg. Um, and but this is the interesting thing about my team. It was two players in here, of which Leg is one that at times I was quite critical of. But I think about the best of Leon Leg and sort of in, in in his first year, year and a half here, he was he was a colossus. Mm. He came in that title winning season and he scored an outrageous goal away at Aldershot, where he like ran the length of the field. And that was the thing. He wasn't just a he won everything in the air, yeah. and he was a threat from set pieces as well. He scored quite a lot of goals. Um, and then Egan, he's playing in the Premier League. He has to be in there. Um, Right wing back, I've gone Barry Fuller. And the left full back, it is a little bit slim pickings, to be honest. I've gone Dickinson um, because he was playing left back for us in that season when we were so good under Edinburgh. Yeah, yeah. He, the delivery he could put in was unreal from that side. Um, and I think the two strikers I've got might not have minded that kind of service. Um, so I've got a midfield three of Charlie Lee. Again, another one that last season I was critical of, but Mark Burton in, in the yeah. main. Apart from last season, he's been superb for us and it, it is a shame that he's injured now. And Brad did that plan in front of them, just behind the front two of Cody McDonald and Dion Burton. Mm. Burton, obviously, not necessarily for longevity because he only played for one year, 
but just what a player. Yeah. What yeah. a player. Um, so, yeah, they're our team of the decades. What I think I might do is I might put them together and I might tweet them out and I might put a poll out and get people to vote on which one they think is better. Good idea. And we'll yeah, see who comes out on top. Um, it'd be interesting to see. Good idea. Um, I don't know which team would beat the other. It'd be interesting. Oh, it'd be a good matchup. It would be. I, I, I don't know. I'd... Yeah. In the primes, we've, yeah, we've both got a, we've got both got a Bradley Dak, haven't we? But yeah, I don't know. It's difficult, isn't it? We'll see, we'll see what the people say. Um, but no, that is. I've got a my. I've got a knock and run guy. You have got a knock and run guy. Yeah, yeah I, I haven't. I've got, I've got pace I've, abuse. I've got Leon Leg. I'm going to score from a set piece. <laughs> <Fair> <laughs> Good point. But no, that is our, our review of the, of the decade that's, that, that's just gone. It's it's had its moments, good and bad, indifferent, weird. You know, we've had Bonds and Gala sign and then never play for us. We've had gone to MK Dons and not had a kit. Um, and we've also won a league title. So you can, you can look at it many ways. But it's... As ever with Jules, it's been interesting. Yeah. Um, and let's hope that the next ten years brings us a little bit, a little bit more success than just the one promotion. Um, but no, thanks for listening. Hope you've enjoyed our sort of our reflection on on all the good and the bad of the last ten years. And lastly, up the Jules. <laughs>